This podcast is brought to you in part by Uber. For 150 rand off your first drive, use the code PINESIZEDRIVE or find it on our website, www.pinesizemedia.co.za. It's time for some Monday Madness. I'm John Herrika. I'm Brittany Kemp. On a Monday, we would have the two of us just waffling on about good news stories, and it's fantastic. And we know that you like it, William Lahong. I'm talking about you. But today, we have decided to not entirely destroy William Lahong's dreams, but to maybe just switch things up a bit to keep things interesting. Last week, we were invited to a book launch by surfer and speaker, I guess you could call him, Chris Burtish. Uh, the name of the book is Stoked. He is very, very nice. He is. Not your typical, hey man, how's it going, man? Do you like my hair kind of sofa? But we caught up with him at Monte Casino. Now, he's got a movie coming out. He's just got the book out and he's a motivational speaker. And Britt challenged him with the first question. You've now made a movie. You've written a book. Obviously, during both of those things, you kind of look back at your career because you need to come up with things to say in the movie and the book. What has the book and the movie kind of made you think twice about your career or made you notice about your career that you maybe had not noticed at the time? Um, that's the best question that I've actually had asked to me in the last six months. And I'll tell you why. Um, because from achieving the lifelong dream of, of winning the Mavericks event, and it just so happened to be the biggest day of um, paddle and surfing in the history of the sport, which was just fortunate that that was the day that I was there and I ended up doing reasonably well. Um, a whole lot of other things that I've set my sights on to achieve and have achieved, including you know the stand-up paddleboard world records and that kind of thing, and then the book and the movie. There's one thing that's been consistent that I've now noticed across every single thing that I've done, and that is that it's about having dogged determination and like absolute resilience to never ever give up on something no matter how many challenges come in your way a lot of people turn around and go ah oh, that came in my way oh it's a sign that I need to give up and no it's not it's a sign that you shouldn't quit it's a sign that you need to keep on going and every time you you have a setback don't see the Negative. See the opportunity in the obstacle. See the positive in the negative. And sometimes it takes a little harder to, to look for it, but there's a silver lining behind everything. So see what you learned from that lesson. See what you can gain from that. It'll help you be wiser, better, faster, stronger to be able to achieve your goal easier and quicker in the future. Because every single thing that I've done, there have been ridiculous obstacles in the path. And most people would have just gone, you know, that's it. I'm done. And you know what? I've bankrupted myself numerous times. I've done whatever it would take to carry on going to achieve it, whether it be funding, writing, rewriting the book myself, taking off time off work, quitting jobs, selling whatever I had to do it, whatever it takes. And I think that's really the, the prominent string that's woven through every single achievement. And, you know, in, in life, and I think even more so in South Africa and in South Africa as, as a sportsman and doing fringe sports, we don't have a lot of the support that you have in a lot of other countries. And I think that that often gives you 
a lot more fire and passion to be able to want to achieve it more. And you have to be more driven. You have to be more passionate to do it because we don't have the, the backing and support to be able to do it. So if you don't make a plan and you're not passionate about it, you just don't do it. And, you know, it's a choice. Everybody's got the choice to go, oh, well, I'm not sponsored, so I, I, I'm not able to compete against the guys at a world, world level. Well, that's just a really bad excuse to give up. You know, and if you want something bad enough, shut up and make it happen. Don't complain about it. Just go out and do it. You know, I've done fundraisers where I've asked people, all my friends, to like rent near their restaurants or, and then do create fundraisers to be able to do stuff. I've worked with charities to raise money for them while I'm doing raising money to be able to do my own stuff. But whatever it takes, if you really believe in something, you'll, you'll make it happen and follow it through. And it's about having the courage within yourself to believe that you, you can do it and then following that through. You've mentioned bankrupting yourself and competing on international levels and doing all sorts of things. So it takes a certain psychological edge to compete as a professional, and it must take a certain psychological edge to face those fears. How do you do it, and how are they similar? Sure. That's a tricky answer. Um, Let me just start to the first half, and you might have to go back to the second half. So how do you face your fears? Well... I think about 20 years ago, um, I remember being in at university um, at Cape Technicon and, and the lecturer wanting us to present the project that we had done to the class. And it was one of my greatest fears. And um, I was trying to think of every reason of how I could get out of doing it, skipping, skipping that day, calling in sick. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd started surfing bigger waves up until that point, and I'd realized that by surfing big waves, I'd learned that by facing your fears, it makes you stronger. And I thought to myself, how can I apply, why am I living that philosophy in the ocean, but running away from it on land? And I thought, this is ridiculous that I'm running away from this fear. I'm going to tackle everything that I tackle in my life the same way as I tackle everything in the ocean. So I just made a decision on that one day and that one second that everything that I was scared of, that I was fearful of, that I would do as much as possible. Any chance that I ever got the opportunity to do it, I would, I would take the opportunity and make it happen. So I, from that day onwards, I went every birthday I went to, every dinner I went to, I would just get up and say a speech. Even if I didn't even know the person, I would just get up. I'd be like this random guy that would arrive at someone's 21st and I'd be like, hey, thank you very much for everyone for coming. Um, we'd just like to say a huge congratulations to you. And people would be standing like, who's this guy? Where, where does he come from? And you know, it's, it's the same principle that you're going to follow through in anything and against every fear that you'll come up with in life. And, and that is that the more you place yourself in an uncomfortable situation, the better you become at handling it and the better you become at dealing with it until that becomes your norm. And when you that becomes your norm, then you shift your comfort zone and then you're not fearful of that anymore. And when you're not fearful of that, then you shift your comfort zone and you push it a little bit further. And you can apply that to surfing two-foot waves, to four-foot waves, then to six-foot waves, to 20-foot waves, to the 60-foot waves that I surf. And a lot of people go, why? You surf these massive waves. You're crazy. No. It just depends on your frame of reference that you look at it from. I didn't start by surfing 60-foot waves. I didn't start by talking to 1,500 corporates at a time. I now speak to audiences of over 2,000 people around the world. I didn't start by doing that. I started by getting up at someone's 21st and, uh, and saying, Hi, welcome. My name is Christmas. Welcome. 
And it's all about putting yourself in that situation that you're fearful of until you realize that it's not actually that fearful. And the more you do it, the more you become comfortable with it. And then you shift that comfort zone. And then your, your fear, your fearful place shifts and your comfort zone shifts and what is possible for yourself shifts and start doing everything that you never thought was possible. So when you said that your book wasn't about just surfing, is the main principle of the book really about going, find what you're passionate about and import that into your everyday life? I wish I could have said that, but yes, I should have said that in the book. Can you, maybe I can do a little extract at the back and say that. Um, in a lot of ways, true. I was hoping in a lot of ways that the, that the story tells that tale and the person takes that away from themselves. Um, I just believe in having a very clear vision from something. And people, a lot of people don't like to use the word dreams because they think of it as very flowery. But the only difference between having a, a very clear vision and a dream is that you're putting that dream into action. And when you take action, it becomes a vision. And then you take that you take that vision and that gives you um, focus. You take that focus and that gives you purpose. You take that purpose and that gives you your why. You have your why, that gives you the passion. The passion drives the purpose and you add courage, determination, resilience and a never give up attitude and nothing can stop you. So you're motivated, Bruce? I am. And he didn't even have to punch a shark in the face to get that much publicity. <laughs> it's just amazing. There's a great picture on the front of his book of the the, the waves uh, that he surfed. And he was describing in a talk uh, later about just how big the waves are and the noise that it makes. And it's it really is scary. But if he can do it, anybody can do it, I guess. Are you going to take up surfing? I'm not going to take up surfing. Mainly because of waves, the sea and sharks. And because we are living in a landlocked province. That's right. I live in Joburg. That's part of the problem. <laughs> it's a bit of a drive to Sun City to go surfing. <laughs> anyway, um, we will put up the links to Chris's website and all sorts of things. And we hope that you go out and get the book and tell us what you think once you've read it, because it really is a great story. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.